Welcome to another episode of Behaving Dadly. This your boy Dev. Sorry I've been gone away for a minute. Things been a little hectic right now. And since I couldn't get any guests for this week, I decided to do a little Q&A for you guys. Shout out to everybody who sent me a question through Instagram and through the email. The Instagram is Behaving Dadly. The email is behavingdadlypodcast at gmail.com. I'll post both links in the description so you guys can send me more questions. And let's get into it. All right. The first question. How is it raising a little girl? Do you feel overprotective? Well, yes, I do feel overprotective. Um, she's me as my baby girl. I, I love her forever. You know, the world is a scary place, especially for women. When I read all this stuff that's going on about how women are getting harassed and things like that, I can't help but feel a little bit overprotective. How's it? How was it raising a little girl? It, it's it's a little bit. The, it's the same as raising a boy, I think. Um, I'm a little bit more sensitive with Mia than I am with Adrian, which I definitely need to work on. I'm a little tougher with Adrian because I feel like he's a man and men should be tough, but I, I, I know that's one of my fatal flaws, so I do have to work on that. But to answer your question, I, I am very overprotective of Mia. I, I don't even want her getting her fingers, her fingernails painted because I just feel like if she does that, she's growing up too fast and I'm not ready for all that. So that, that was a good question. The next question. Is it hard for you that your family doesn't get to spend as much time with your kids since they're across the across the country? Oh yeah, that that's a really good question. Um, yeah, it's hard. It's very hard. We usually go to New York once a year to see the family so they can see the kids, the grandkids, and everything. But with the COVID stuff, we can't really do that, obviously. But yeah, yeah, it's hard. It's hard because. The kids are so close with my wife's family, and I feel like they don't even know my family yet, which is a little concerning, but we still got time. So hopefully once every this all clears up with the coronavirus, we'll be able to spend more time with my family so my kids can get get to know them a little bit more. That, that was a really good question. Do you still have as much sex with your partner or with my wife? Now that we have kids, um, no, obviously, but I knew that going, going into it when, when Adrian was born, I I knew it wasn't going to be the same as it was when we were alone. And to be honest, I did struggle with that a little bit. And sometimes I still do because I forget the, the woman's body. When, when a woman has a baby, their body goes through so much shit and so much changes as guys, we don't really see that. So, guys, if your girl is pregnant and when she have that baby, just be there, be patient, talk it out, don't do what I did, and things will get better. You know, you gotta, we got to start looking at things from a woman's point of view. Even though we can't get pregnant and we'll never know what it feels like, we have to, even if you got to read up on things like that, just read about what, what, a woman, what a woman's body goes through after she has kids. And then you'll realize that you need to be there more and have a little bit more compassion. So that, that was a good question. Uh, the next question, do I want another kid? To be honest, I'm good with with the two kids that we already have. I have a boy and a girl. What else do I really need? But my wife 
she wants more kids, and I'm not opposed to having more kids. I'm just satisfied with two, and I don't, I don't, I'm sure my wife's not satisfied with the two kids, and she wants another one. So we'll probably have another one pretty soon, which again, I'm not opposed to. I, I just don't want a million kids, but three is not bad. I have three sisters. She has a brother and sister. So four, three to four is about the goal. What is your biggest strength when it comes to raising your kids? Hmm. That's a good question. Um, the biggest strength is I'm imaginative, man. Like I, I like to make up games, entertain the kids, which is a crucial a crucial attribute right now because we can't really go out like we used to. So like I'll play hide and seek with them, I'll color with them. I even watch Spongebob with them. I'll make up games like Hot Lava. I mean, I didn't really make that game up, but stuff like that. I like to make sure my kids are good, have fun, entertain, but I'm I'm also, I can lay down the law too when, they, when it needs to be done. And I'm always there for them. I think that's my biggest strength. I don't mind changing diapers. I know dads who don't like changing diapers and doing all that stuff. I don't mind doing all that stuff. Because they're my kids, too. I feel like my wife shouldn't have to do everything. I help make create the baby, so I feel like I should help raise the baby. Are your kids more like you or your wife? Well, I think Adrian is more like Vanessa. A little sensitive, a little more emotional. I'm the complete opposite. Sometimes I don't even, Most of the time, I don't even show emotion. Um, I rarely cry, I rarely show my feelings, I keep everything inside, which is not necessarily a good thing, so I'm glad Adrian is able to show the emotions that I'm not able to show, and he's only five, which is really impressive, so, and Mia, I think Mia's more like me, she has a little bit of an attitude, she doesn't take any crap, you know, she's very bossy, she, she, very sassy, sarcastic, she even looks like me. That's my little twin. So I, I would say Adrian's more like Vanessa and Mia's more like me. The best memory with the kids. Hmm. Um, I would say going to Disneyland last year. Um, that was, that was a great memory. Another great one was for my birthday. I think two years ago, we went to San Diego, which was really fun, but Mia was one. She didn't really know what was going on. And Adrian was just, what was he, three? Yeah, they, they were one and three, so they didn't really know what was going on. But last year, when they went to Disneyland, they, they were well aware. They had so much fun. And it was a great time, which is crazy because I'm not really much of a Disneyland person. You know, I don't like waiting in line. It's expensive. It's always hot, crowded. But as long as my kids and my wife had fun, then I'm okay with it. I'll go every time. What is the biggest surprise when dealing with kids? Um, the biggest surprise when dealing with kids is how smart they are. And they hear everything. So you got to watch out what you say in front of your kids because they pick up on everything. Then they'll use it at the worst possible time, which what you don't want. You know, I remember I, I told Mia, oh my, I said, I told her she's so annoying one time because she was just crying for no reason. And then Adrian started saying that to her to Mia, and I had to tell him, like, don't say that, and he said that I used to say, so he told me I shouldn't say it, mind you, this, this kid is five years old, and he's, he's already picking up on things, saying that if he shouldn't say it, that I shouldn't say it, 
And most people, like back in the day, people would have taken that as disrespect, but he was right. So, he, Adrian's a very smart kid. I, I would give him like, the smartest five-year-old I've ever met in my life. And Mia's smart, too. She, she can talk. She, she knows how to think for herself. Um, very sneaky, too. So, that's the biggest surprise, I would say, because I, I never dealt, I never really dealt with kids before. I had my kids. I had never changed a diaper. I never held a baby. So, I didn't know how smart kids actually are, but dealing with these two, yeah, you, I, I realized kids are really, really, really smart. So, that was a good question. Why did I start this podcast? Uh, I've always wanted to do a sports podcast or podcasting in general. I like talking to people. I like getting into arguments and stuff. And people say I should, people have always said I should start a podcast. So I thought it's COVID. Why not? If I don't start this podcast now, I'll never do it. I, I want to do a dad one because I feel like there's not a lot of platforms for dads to get their stuff off, you know, for, for dads to talk about what we go through. I feel like there's a lot of podcasts on moms and motherhood, which is great because, you know, mothers deal with a lot. You know, I'm not saying that, but I feel like they, we, I feel like I needed to start this one so the dads can get their point of view, of course. Let the world know that what we go through because we, we go through stuff, too. So that was the main reason why I started the this podcast. Um, I'll, I'll talk about sports eventually, but for right now. I, I like talking about dad stuff and being a father because that's that's my greatest accomplishment, to be honest with you. Would you ever consider being a stay-at-home dad? Yeah, if I could make money doing this podcast, if I could work from home, yeah, I'll be a stay-at-home dad. Um, other than that, I don't really know. You know, if push come to shove and I had to do it, of course I would. But, um, yeah, if I could make money from home, while raising my kids, that would be the ultimate goal, to be honest with you. So that that's a good question. Yeah, I would be a stay-at-home dad. But, yeah, I would miss hanging out with friends at work, friends and coworkers, but they can always come to the house when all this stuff is over. So I kind of wouldn't mind being a stay-at-home dad. That's a good question. Um, Last one, thoughts on Will and Jada. Oh, what about – oh, you're talking about the the Red Table Talk thing? Um, I, To be honest, I really don't care about that. There's more important stuff going on in the world to just think about what two celebrities go through in their marriage. I think we we idolize celebrities way too much. They're just regular people like you and me. They just have a lot of money. As far as the entanglement thing, I didn't like that. She should have been more straightforward with it. That just made the whole thing worse. Um, but other than that, yeah. I mean, I like the Red Table Talk. I didn't think that was a good... I didn't think that was a good episode, to be honest. It was kind of like planned and planned out. It wasn't, it wasn't as raw as aggressive as it usually is. And yeah, I don't know. I think people are all getting bent out of shape for that for no reason. Let them live their life. If they're happy with their life, then who are we to judge? As far as my relationship, there's no entanglements whatsoever. Um, somebody gonna get entangled. Uh, I'm gonna entangle my foot in someone's ass if that ever, if I ever had to come down come down to that. But other than that, nah, I'm I'm good. So that was eleven questions. That's all the time I got for today. Sorry, this episode is a little short. Um, 
But I promise I'll have more episodes for you guys coming on later in the week. I got a bunch of guests coming on. I appreciate everyone who sent me a question. This is your boy Dev, and I'm out.